Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. We trying to behave ourselves on the story? Well, y'all know what we thinking right now. <laughs> I'm ready for the night. I got a little uh, extra energy. I don't know what might come out of my mouth tonight. As your kids, tell them to sit their bad asses down so we're grown folks in here talking. <laughs> T-G-I-M. Hey, everybody. It's your girl, Claudia Jordan. It is Wednesday, and I'm back with TGIF, a brand new episode, and it is going down. We are here to spill the tea and break down some of the biggest headlines in the news and on social media. And later on the show, the CEO of Zeus Network will join us to discuss the controversies that the platform is currently dealing with. So uh, you don't want to miss that. So stick around, relax, get you something to drink. And get ready for this hot little tea. Now, uh, let me go ahead and introduce the co-host here. Please welcome brand strategist, Al Reynolds. Hello, Al. What's going on, Claudia? How are you? Good. So you're actually back in Texas. <laughs> I am. I am for now. But my birthday's Tuesday and I'm going to go on a trip. I'm going somewhere. I'm going to go do something. So, yes. Um, okay. And please welcome multimedia personality talk show host, Funky Dineva. What's up, Q? Hey, Claudia. My sister in denim. <laughs> right. Do you do y'all have this issue where uh you have a ton of clothes and then when it comes time to find a shirt just to be dressed yeah, with mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, I have so many clothes, but I feel like I wore this already. I'm I'm completely out of shirts. Okay. So it's not <laughs> how about you, Al? I'm out of clothes too. I mean, look. <laughs> Got that medium on tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to show this chest. I'm going to show these muscles. I'm going to sneak into something, right? <clears throat> so what's everybody drinking tonight? Uh, Q, I, I, I believe this is week two. Or- yes. Oh, my H2O, baby. Wow. So I'm, I'm actually, believe it or not, <clears throat> I have a cold. So I went to the health food store and they told me about this um, beer that you can buy because I still want to drink. You know, you're not supposed to drink alcohol when you're sick. It, it reduces your immune system, right? So I was like, well, what, what can I do? I, that means I can't drink while I'm sick. And the, and the health food store guy told me that you can actually drink something called Unity Vibrations, which, is, which has uh, kombucha in it, but it is a beer and it has a high level of alcohol in it. So I'm drinking Unity Vibrations tonight. You know, I'm like... like- that sounds like some women with head wraps who don't shave under their arms and a whole bunch of men who are trying to fight the power making it. <laughs> Sorry. I don't want no unity vibrations in my mouth. I'm good. <laughs> I was going to say, you know how much of a lust you got to be to find set kabuka, whatever, so an alternative so you still can get your drink on while you sick and you don't get the phlegm. <laughs> That's their hotel beer. And it's, and it's called Funky. It's called Funky Ginger. So here's to Funky and Unity Vibrations. Okay, how do you feel about that? He's got a little funky in his mouth tonight, in his throat. <laughs> Won't be the first time. <laughs> well, speaking of inappropriate, according to an insider close to the Smith family, Jada Pinkett Smith thinks that uh, Will <laughs> overreacted 
But she uh, isn't upset with him and did not want her to defend him. What the hell is this nonsense? The insider also said she's not one of those women that needs protecting. She's not a wallflower. She's a strong woman and an opinionated woman. And she can fight her own battles, but she'll stand by him. Uh, what do you think about this? Q, I see you having a reaction to this. I know we're very sick of this. But uh, yeah, there it is. So first and foremost, I don't want to hear this, right? Like, I, I, I am so tired in the media thing, a source, an insider. I'm not doing that no more. Like, you know what I'm saying? Because quite frankly, any publication can make up whatever the hell they want to make up and say an insider. Say, who is it? I need that thing to say, Sheila Johnson, the stylist to Jada said, Miss me with all this insider said this and a source said that. However, if the insider is correct and Jada did say this, she honestly needs to just shut up at this point because, you know, Will went off and did it. And granted, you may feel that way, but it also comes off a little bit like you kind of throwing him under the bus, in my opinion, when you could just keep your mouth closed and remain neutral. Good point. Al, what do you think about this? Do you think, first of all, do you think Jada really said this? Absolutely. Uh, Claudia, you know this. Uh, I, you know, I, I was married to a uh, celebrity uh, and some pretty big, significant things happened during that. And uh, the insiders are people in the camp. And the first thing that people do, especially this story is huge. This is probably one of the one of the biggest stories we've ever seen in the last 25 years or 20 years, if we want to be honest. They go to the people that are to the couple and they talk to them. They place outbound calls and they fish for information just like this. 100% she said it. And I, the thing, though, to me is I'm infuriated that she would even allow anyone to scoop this story out of her camp because after he has, what has he given up so far? Sony Pictures delayed. Netflix delayed. Resigned from the Academy. Waiting on disciplinary actions. Fighting with Chris Rock's entire family. Hollywood heavy hitters are, are separating themselves from him. Um, what else? And she clear, she is really going to say this? She's really, really going to say this? I find it just sad that this would even come out of her mouth, whether it, what she told, told an insane confidence or not. It just should not have been said. But we're not going to question it because we saw that new... Uh, film or footage where when he actually slapped Chris Rock, she laughed. I agree with both y'all. Um, I will say that, yeah, we, oh, listen, we've all, we all know about false press. It doesn't, you know, it, especially when they're not identifying by identifying who they are, but what would make this better is if, you know, she's been radio silent. If she would come out and say, listen, I did not say that. She said nothing. And it's like, this is your husband. This is not your boyfriend. This is not someone you're dating. It would be nice if there was like one united front. Like, you know, stars get lied on all the time, but there's nothing wrong with releasing a joint statement saying, listen, you know, I support my man and I did not say this. I don't know. Like the silence is making me think that she did say it now. Well, you know, know. she's saving it all, which is smart. She's saving it all for the red table. You know, with anything we want to know, she's going to, just how people said, you got to get the book. Anything we want to know, we got to go to the table. We have a couple of of soulmates chiming in. Life of Deshanta says, I think the insider is lying. Aries 88 says, they don't have any leaks in their camp. That's not true. Every camp has leaks. And Melissa James says, she's trying to do damage control. She's trying to save her red table. That red table ain't going nowhere. That red table ain't going. That that red table is what caused all of this and continue to cause 
mess and confusion in their marriage if this is not the last time they discuss anything going on in their household because the the, the 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 reality of the situation is all the emasculation that Will is feeling is as a result of them putting their business out on that damn table. Keep well, this is, my, this is my question. Whether you want to save it for the red table or not, you can tweet something else. Uh, you can tweet out prayer hands for my husband, Will, during this difficult time. There are different ways that you can show support for the turmoil that this man has found himself in at the pinnacle of his career. I just feel like as a wife, she could do better. I mean, but that would be for the public. She showed him support. Tiffany Haddish told her what to do. She sucked it from the bike. (laughs) She showed all the support. You know, um, I get saving it for Red Table, but is the Red Table more important than your 25-year marriage? Your husband's out here looking looking just by himself. He's on an island. You know what I mean? When when people like through with him and he's losing this, you know, uh, job after, well, not jobs, but things are being paused you're kind of letting him kind of be out there to dry without saying anything. And I would feel like if my man had a show, your show is more important than how I'm like a public display of support. You don't got to give the whole thing away. Give a teaser, say something, have my back and want, like, just say, like you said, Al, a tweet, something. But I'm pretty sure guys, he's in on it. I'm pretty sure he's not sitting in that house with her looking at her like, Oh, you just ain't going to say nothing. You just ain't gonna say nothing. I'm sure they've had a conversation about how they're well, going to you, you you saw how he looked on that red table when she dragged him to the table to talk about that entanglement. I don't care what he says, talking about he had just flew back from Europe. That man looked distraught. He looked like he was on his last days of messing with her mess. I think just this is just my opinion, that there is a tad bit of abuse going on in that relationship or marriage. And Will Smith is fed up, and that's why he resulted to the slap. It was a clip about her with her and her daughter, and they were talking, oh, my God, Kat, please stop. Mind your business. Okay. About narcissistic traits. And Jada said, I think I have some narcissistic traits. And I was like, wow, you know now they're going to dig up every little thing they ever said. Mm-hmm. No, no. The, the before Claudia was the, was the letter that the daughter wrote to Tupac. Now, that's the one that really changed my entire understanding of that family dynamic and what Will is going through. What what was she? Eight, six, seven, eight, eight year old writes a letter to a man that does not live on Earth anymore, was not alive when she was born. A letter saying, please come back so that me and my mother can be happy again. That speaks volume to the level of abuse that that man, Will Smith, is going through in that marriage. Well, well. Okay, I wish I could say this is the last. We're going to be talking about it, but we cover trending topics. All right, moving on. According to reports, Black Lives, oh, this one hurt my heart. Black Lives Matter founders use donations from the movement to secretly purchase a $6 million mansion in California. A board member of the Black Lives Matter released a statement claiming the home was purchased to serve as housing and studio space for recipients of the Black Joy Creators Fellowship. And the organization released the following statement on Instagram. We are bringing Black Boy Joy back, art, Black voices straight to the top of your newsfeed to announce our new fellowship in Creator House. We are celebrating and uplifting Black creators, dancers, filmmakers, culinary artists, musicians, storytellers, narrative artists, and digital 
influencers. Now, this is all allegedly, okay? Uh, social media users speculated that this is nothing more than a cover-up. And just a note, Patrice Cullors, uh, one of the co-founders of the organization, resigned almost a year ago. Now, this is alleged. This is alleged, alleged, alleged. But what do y'all think about this story? And do you think it's true? Or is it a hit job against Black Lives Matter? Al? Well, you know, I got to tell you, when I first read the story, I was like, gee whiz, this is disgusting. I can't believe they would do something like that. But then I had to sit back and I had to regroup and I had to think about this. So from a legal and from a logistical standpoint, this is 100 percent legal. Um, A public entity, a not for profit organization legally has the ability to purchase and take title to say many of them do it to this day. There are specific uh, procedures that they follow in specific rule, specific. Oh, Lord. That's not going to come out. Yeah, they are rules right? <laughs> that they have to follow, procedures that they have to follow, and violence that they have to do. And from what we understand so far, this organization has done it. The sad part here is that they did all of this on the shoulders of a movement that we thought that they were doing for a different reason as far as starting this charity and this foundation. Um, a lot of people that gave thought it was going to help the victims of the families. A lot of people thought that it was going to go towards better legislation. Uh, a lot of people thought that it was going to go uh, to help the violence in the police department. And that's not what this foundation is set up to do. This foundation, this chair specifically created to help people in the creative space in arts, arts entertainment. I'm going to say this. Some of your favorite but most People and nonprofits make a lot of money. This is not there. This is not unique to, to uh, nonprofits. I know millionaires, multimillionaires that do a little something. They do feed the kids. They do do this, this, that, and the third. But a lot of money is in that space. So I think a lot of I think this is what they do. A lot of them. What do you think about this? You know, so I, I have a lot of questions here. So number one, my first job out of college was I worked at a nonprofit, right? So I'm, I'm very familiar with this space. So to your point. You know what I'm saying? When you write a grant and when you write multiple grants or whatever the case may be, you do have the ability to write in what your salary would be as the person with the grant, right? But you also got to understand, Patrice and others, that optically, this just doesn't look good. And I have a lot of logistical questions, right? All right, $6 million home. For $6 million, we know for a fact that that home is located behind a gate somewhere. Who has access to home? If it's for the people and for the creatives, you know what I'm saying? It seems as if it's behind the gate, y'all have got to cherry pick who can get in, when they can get in, how they can get in. And quite frankly, if it's a $6 million home in a $6 million neighborhood, them neighbors ain't about to be having 30, 40, 50 cars sitting outside their house going in and out their neighborhood. That's number one. Number two, I think that if the intentions for this project were truly to be a safe haven to provide housing and provide creative space and all of those things, as they said, it would seem to me that buying an apartment building for $6 million would have been the better of the option. And optically, it would have looked better because we can't go around saying the owner of Black Lives Matter took the money and bought an apartment building. Obviously, she can't live in an entire apartment building. You know what I'm saying? When you you buy an apartment building, that's a compound. That's something I can get behind. Oh, we've got a studio space in this room, YouTube space in that room, recording studio in that room, conferences in this room. Who is currently occupying the house right now? Are people sleeping in the house? A $6 million house, 
probably only has about six or seven bedrooms. How many families are you housing in said house? How are you housing families and throwing seminars at the same time and people live there? You know what I'm saying? So something in milk just ain't clean. I don't want to get a girl that's frauding, but this looks like fraud and deception. Looks like. You're right. The optics are terrible. The optics are terrible. And we can sit there and say, oh, because people in the chat are saying Susan Coleman does this and this foundation allegedly. There's a lot of people shouting out other uh, foundations that they've, you know, benefiting off of it. But again, when it's us, we're going to have that extra spotlight on us. And we have to be mindful of that, that the optics can kind of ruin the narrative, can ruin the, the actual movement. Uh, I hope not. What do you think, Al? Well, I'm sorry, Claire, I didn't mean to cut you off. I think that the, le the lesson is that from now on, <clears throat> even though it's something that we're really into, like this, this Black Lives Matter movement, we need to make sure that we read the disclosure statement. We need to read what we're donating to and where that money is going to. And that's something, Q, you know from working with your not-for-profit that they have to have uh, on registered with the state. Uh, and they have to tell everyone, what does this charity do? What does this not-for-profit do? And where is the money? that? Because they solicited uh, private donations. They solicited money from organizations and individuals. So they have to be very forthright and transparent about where it goes. I think most people thought Black Lives Matter movement. They thought it was going to the movement and that of, of, of social, social justice. And they just weren't familiar with what it was really doing. That's right. All right. Well, we will definitely keep the soulmates posted on any updates to the story. We're going to take a quick break, but after the break, we'll be joined by the creator of the Zeus, the founder of the Zeus Network, Lenny Plummer. You don't want to miss this. It's all coming up after this quick break. We'll be right back. Welcome back to TGIF. Now, our next guest, I know a lot of y'all have been looking forward to this, but listen, we are not here to attack this man. We're here to have a deeper conversation about what we're all doing here. That's what this is all about. So please uh, welcome and joining us now is the founder and CEO of the Zeus Network. Please welcome Lemmy Plummer. Hello, Lemmy. Hey, guys. How's it going? Hey, Lemmy. <laughs> How are you, buddy? Here Lemmy, we I, heard, I heard you want to fight me. <laughs> not at all. Not at all. I heard you, you want to fight me. I'm I, I confused. Might, depending on how this conversation go, I might. <laughs> oh, Lord. Uh, Let me... Uh, First of all, Listen, how are I'm, you? I'm, how are you? Can, you EP fight? can I EP that fight, Lemmy? <laughs> yeah, see, you should come on to Zeus. Come on, let's go. <laughs> I might try to EP it. <laughs> so, Lemmy, uh, first yeah. of all, how are you? And thank you for joining us. I know you reached out after you saw uh, one of our conversations yeah. about you. So, uh, thank you for being here. Uh, Zeus is being accused. Let's just jump right into it. Zeus is being accused of failure to ensure the safety and security of its cast members after an alleged fight broke out during the taping of Jocelyn's Cabaret. Now, it's been reported that Jocelyn's Cabaret cast member Amber Ali is now taking legal action against Jocelyn and Ballistic after the two allegedly jumped her. Now, Lemmy, uh, can you give us more um, details about this incident and DF security on standby just in case things get escalated? And I also saw you said, I never got a lawsuit. Like it's new. Yeah, I mean, look, like I, like I said in a previous interview, you know, uh, we're, we're conducting a thorough review and investigation and I really can't comment on the specifics at this time but you know the safety of our cast crew guests is is our our number one and top priority we have deep any claims so there's really nothing to to talk about we haven't we haven't received any claims from from so I, 
Sorry, uh, Mr. Plummer, but when you say you haven't received any claims, what exactly does that mean? Does that mean you haven't received any demand letters? You haven't received any? People, people can make statements. We can't control what people do on social media. We haven't received any any claims from their their lawyers or if they have lawyers. Um, you know, we don't know what their claims are, so we can't comment on something that we don't know what they're what they're what they're doing. You know, we we, we don't know what they're doing. Yeah. So okay. we, we can't we can't comment on on something that that doesn't exist. You haven't been served with a lawsuit, basically. Like that is a we, there are no claims at this immediate moment. However, I will say that it is it is, uh, you know, something that I take very seriously. Um, but we haven't received claims um, from any of the folks. Um, and, you know, it's always, you know, like I said, a CEO, um, you know, uh, my top priority. Know, to to make sure that our our, our sets um, you know are, are safe and that you know that, again the safety of our our, our our cast crew guests whoever is 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 really our top priority so that is that is that is the reality and so you know if, if a claim is made we we will address it and we'll respond but I have no idea what the claims are got it all right, let me, I know you've heard, you know, the statements that I made about your platform. That's probably a large part of the reason why you're here. For those who have not seen it, we got a clip. Let's take a look. I am very proud of the fact that we got a black brother that has built a network that and, it, and it's profitable and he's getting shine. But to be quite frankly, brother, you built your network on trash. You built your network on trash and you set our culture, as far as I'm concerned, with all those pieces of programming, you set us backwards. So maybe this is the chain of events needed for Zeus to take a small shift in direction. So that being said, let me, uh, how did you <laughs> feel seeing that clip? Because I'm sure everybody sent it to you. And um, what's your rebuttal to that? I really didn't feel anything. I okay. mean, look, you're entitled to your opinion. I don't agree with you at all. You know, our customers don't enjoy garbage. Um, I don't agree. You know, I think our customers are intelligent enough to understand what they're consuming. You know what I mean? So you saying it's garbage and trash, you know, that's that's one person's perspective. You know, um, I, I don't understand how you quantify or qualify, excuse me, trash. How do you how do you qualify trash? I, I don't. I don't understand that. You know, are, okay. you talk, are you talking violence, sex, drugs, you know, et cetera? I mean, if that's the case, then all of Hollywood is trash. Every every production, every show, every network is trash. And then we, we should probably watch TV and the Word Network every day. I mean, let me we could honestly sit here and play a game of words all day long. But the fact no, it's, it's not it's not words. Funky. It's, it's, it's not words. You, you called you said our programming. And the network is trash. Mm -hmm. You know, I invested my own money to create a black owned network because we were usually not given these opportunities, you know, to, to be in a position where we actually can actually like distribute content, fund, finance, invest in programming. And so I didn't really think about it. It wasn't like, you know, I wasn't like sitting around sad, you know, or, or upset. I mean, I, it is, it is, you know, it is annoying. I'm a little vexed by it. However, I, for me, However, I, think... I will I will say this. It, it, it's, it's like if, if it, for me, it's like this specific show, your show is called TGIF T. You're, you're, you're talking about I just watched your segment. Right. You guys talked about Will Smith and Jada Pinkett. You, you're not you're talking about negativity all day. Right. Negative news. 
You know what I'm saying? You didn't highlight Samuel Jackson's or Quest, you know, uh, uh, what's the guy's name? Quest Love, you know, there, you didn't spend a whole segment talking about how that was Samuel Jackson's first Oscar. You know, you spent all, all the entire segment talking about Will Smith and Jada Pinkett, you know, and giving your commentary. So in a sense, TGIF is trash or, or maybe, you know, maybe. You're, you're an association. Maybe you're an affiliate of Zeus. I, I, I don't, I'm confused. You know what I mean? So, so what, are you, what are you saying? Okay, Mr. so Plummer. Mr. Plummer, hold on, hold on, Al. Mr. Plummer, we, you know, obviously, how convenient of you, you cherry picked one example of one particular segment. This show, we cover a vast array of topics, both intellectual and garbage. I mean, it is a gossip sure. show. You, on the other hand, I took what a moment. Mean? Hold what on, hold on. I let you finish, so let me finish. Sure. I took a minute to go through all of your programming on your show, right? Because I didn't even know that you had all of the programming that you did on your platform, and congratulations. But I find it odd that in your speech, you use the word intellect, right, or intelligent. Our viewers are intelligent, and I'm not doubting that. But of all of your shows that get Zeus the most ratings, you've got Baddies, you've got Jocelyn's Cabaret, uh, boys, Los Angeles, you had Black China, you had One More Chance. I, I'd like to think that those are your most popular shows. You can't sit here and pretend like there is not a reverberating theme that goes throughout all of those shows. And it is extreme fighting and violence that surpasses what we see on normal cable. And it seems to be that that is a large part of your success. That's low hanging fruit, in my opinion. I could go out right now with the camera, throw water on homeless people, make a show out of it, and it would skyrocket. Doesn't mean it's right. You're, you're, you're completely wrong. You don't own a network. You're not a CEO of a network. And you're not, you know, you're, you're not in my position. So I respect what you're saying. However, I don't agree with you. I don't think our audience is trash. I, I, I do think that the customers are intelligent enough to understand, again, like I said, what they're consuming. They're, they understand. You're, you're, you're basically saying the audience is stupid. Right? No, I'm you're, not We have a ton of subscribers, right? They understand what they're consuming. You know, you know what I'm saying? And so I think when you actually watch the shows, you, met, you reference Black China, you reference Bad Boys LA, you reference Jocelyn, you reference Batty. I mean, there's a lot of other storylines. It's a, it's a, it's a, it, 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 it has multiple components. You know, it's not just salacious or conflict driven. You know what I mean? It is it is it, some of our shows and some of the storylines have heart. It's real. It's raw. It's uncensored. It's unfiltered. You know, and, you know, I mean, we have tons of shows. Some of our hit shows happen to be some of the ones that are a little bit more louder and provocative. But we have over 60 plus shows on the platform that you don't even talk about. Short form content from influencers and all sorts of folks. Because so I'm just saying we have a diverse. I'm sorry. Because no one watches those. Let me let me jump in here. The, you you just do you understand what I'm okay? So you just, you just proved my point. You just said no one watches those. Can right? I ask so a question? Can I ask you a question? Um, share me. You watch. You obviously are a network CEO, right? So that means you have you have a handle television across all genres, right? Mm -hmm. You watch a lot of TV, or you have experience watching on TV. Is that correct? I sold, I'm, I'm 35. I'll be 36 this weekend. Um, mm -hmm. I sold my first show to BET when I was 21 years old. It was a show called Vindicated. 
Um, they bought it. Yeah, a lot of experience. Watch, and, watch. And, and, and you guys' boss, James DeBose, he understands. He was at BET for a while. You know, he understands the process. Shout out to James. Thank you, James. I appreciate you. You're a great guy. But I, I will say that I sold my first show when I was 21. It was about folks who were wrongfully convicted of, show, of, of crimes that they that uh-huh. they were exonerated from. And, you know, Morris Chestnut hosted it. And, you know, we, we had a plethora of shows. I, I sold the Preachers of L.A. Mr. Palmer, Mr. Mr. Palmer, I'm sorry. I'm not asking about your your your. Yeah, no, your, I'm saying I understand. I was, I was responding. I was saying I understand. I understand different types of shows. Hey, let's. So have, I'm just saying I I have a background. I understand. So I just I just want to get my question out, please. Let me get my oh, question. Oh, sure. I thought you asked your question. Go ahead. No, I didn't. So my question is: of all the shows that you've created, all the shows that you see on television, which ones or name a show that you would consider to be trashy? or considered to be lowbrow, or considered to be not good for the culture? Is there any show in TV land that would be considered trashy, lowbrow, not good for television? It is, it is. So Al, thank you for your question. I hear you. I, 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 uh, it, is, it is very subjective. You know, I, who, again, who, who, saying a word, saying trash, right? I can't, I'm not gonna use a word that you're using, I'm not going to say trash. You know, I think all, I think people come from all different places in the world. People have different upbringings. People have different stories. People are in different places in their lives. And we choose to show and, and, and we choose to follow the stories in, 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 in real form, you know, in real time, we, we try to give our audience programs that are, 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 are real and raw, uncensored, like I said, unfiltered. Nobody's really doing that. That's the beautiful thing about having a streaming platform. We don't have to appease advertisers, right? So the content, the content can be a little bit more edgy. It can be a little bit more provocative. You know, we can tell the stories in a more real, real way, right? When you have advertisers, you have to water the content down. You can't use profanity. You can't show nudity. You can't. That's why people appreciate Netflix. I mean, uh, you know, some of the other streaming whether it's Netflix or HBO. You know, HBO has had tons of shows that maybe you would call salacious or conflict driven or too raw or or, or 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 too much. But there's an audience for it. They're HBO. They have a range. I want to jump in here, Lemmy, with you. I, I'm not here to attack you at all. And no, I don't. By the way, guys, I don't feel attacked. You guys are entitled to your opinion. I don't. You guys don't. Here's the thing. I, I, I appreciate you guys having me on the show. I, you know, in, in your platform and, you know, Funky, you said a lot of uh, negative things about Zeus, which is unfortunate. You know, I don't I don't understand. You know, here, here's what I don't understand. You know, it's, it's like it's like um, it's usually us as black people, you know, who, who attack this sort of content and people when we have it. But you don't do it with the other networks. You don't do it with the VH1s. Why aren't you calling out Viacom CEO? Well, because why aren't you, right? Why why aren't you calling out Viacom CEO? So if, why aren't you so call anything, why, why don't you I, call out WeTV? Why don't you call out Bravo? Why don't you call out these presidents and CEOs? Why do you gotta sit on your platform knowing that I'm a new streaming platform? We're doing the best we can. We're telling the best stories we can. We're I don't. I don't think any of our talent, any of our content partners are trash. Natalie Nunn is a fantastic businesswoman, entrepreneur. People love her. She's been on television for a while. Same with Johnson, Johnson Hernandez. Same with Ray J. Same with Princess. Same with Chance. Same with Black China. 
Same with Drea. All these people have been on television. They love them. We've given them an opportunity. We've, in a way, given them a second chance. And you guys, by by saying these very derogatory, uh, uh, very negative things, you're you're in a way saying that about them. I'm giving them the platform to be them. I'm giving them the platform to monetize in a completely different way. The money that they're making, they will never make that type of money that they're making on a VH1 and a WeTV. Why? Because they're not going to share in the revenue. Why? Let, me, let, me, let me jump in here real quick. I want to say this because it's been a lot. Uh, y'all have been saying, you know, everyone's been saying how they feel about the content. And to your point about being a young CEO of a company like this, um, I think we have to look at it like this. I've said it before. Is it? What came first, the chicken or the egg? The fact that you have 60 shows and we do talk about the ones that are the most salacious and people complain about those, but you do have shows. I've talked to you before about your other shows on your platform where you have balance. You have, you, you have other shows, but people, again, and I think that goes to the appetite of the consumer. And if you are delivering what your consumers want, then you are doing your job. Now, you don't have to watch it. If you don't like the content, you don't have to watch it. And if you do like the content, then go there and watch that. That's what exactly. I want to say to people no, that, no, are, no, that are no, coming. Claudia, thank you. And I appreciate, I appreciate your perspective. You're right. Now, Claudia, I hired you to be a host on one of our reunions. Is that, is that right? You did. Right. I, you worked for Zeus. Okay. Yeah, I did. And, and people, so, so did, and people I, did, that we, did, did, did we, did we, did we, you know, any way, shape or form force anybody to do anything? Did you force anybody to do anything? No. Or was it real? Right. It was real. We we had the cameras there. We're we're showing we're the, this is what the audience wants to see. If, no. if the reunion no. No. If, no, 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 no. crackheads want crack, that mean I'm gonna give it to them. You know what I'm saying? And hold on. So, and on so I'm, that, and, and I'm sorry, on, say no, that let again. me finish because Lim, you've been doing a lot of talking. Let me finish. And you oh. addressed the whole do we attack Viacom, so on and so forth. Because now you want to do the whole, you know, I'm a black man. I salute what you're doing. I love the fact that you have a network, but I think with you having the network and the creative autonomy to do whatever the hell you want to do, I also think you have a social responsibility, Lim, to show us in lights that we've never been seen before and that don't exploit the most negative stereotypes of our culture. I'm sorry, shows where people just outright fight it's low hanging fruit and it's intellectually lazy. And there's no oh, so, our, so you're calling you're calling you're calling you know our consumer, you're calling our consumers and customers crackheads. Listen, no, that's not what I you just said. That's you just said, said so you're hey, hey guys. Hey guys, I got Hey guys, listen, 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 listen. I gotta jump in here. This is not the this is not the interview that we wanted to we did not want to go. Listen, I'm having a great time. No, we're having a great conversation. But I'm getting notes, my notes. This is not where we wanted to go. We This is a black man that does run a network. Thank we you. need to have a conversation. We do want to give you your flowers for that. We can disagree on whether we support the content or not. And we obviously do. Some people do. And some people yeah. don't. You have choices on what you want to watch. At the end of the day, you are a 36-year-old man that runs, a, a black man that runs a network. And, and not only am I 36-year-old black man, you know, Claudia, I, am, I employ a lot of people, which is one of the reasons why I signed up to be a CEO and founder of a network. To me, it was important to give jobs behind the scenes, in front of the screen. I, I, we look, we're like three, four years in, guys. The, I mean, we're three, four years in. Of course, I have plans to diversify our content. We've been doing it. We invested in Drea's show. You know, you know, we invested in all sorts of shows. We 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 we, we invested in the the Millennium Tour with Omarion. I mean, and so you, you guys are talking about a couple of projects and shows, which we appreciate. People watch it. People are talking. They're, they're, I don't I don't green light shows to create controversy, maybe conversations. 
maybe to show the real, maybe to show the raw, like I said, maybe to allow people to tell their story. Jocelyn is Jocelyn. Jocelyn is Jocelyn. She's going to be Jocelyn no matter where she goes. I gave her a platform. She was passionate about doing a cabaret. You spoke very negatively about the cabaret, saying it's no cabaret, this, that, and the other. It isn't when I went to it. It doesn't. Okay, we, we, we've got to go to commercial. We've got to go to commercial right now before I lose my job. And let me, I'm going to have to come over there and you have to give me a over there. Okay, so. Well, I hope we can come back from commercial and talk about some of the other things. I hope you guys don't cut me off here. I hope we can talk about other things. Let's take a quick break and figure out where, we're, where to go with this. Uh, we will t- be right back with more after this. Welcome back to TGIF. Now, before we went to break, we we're having a very spirited conversation with the uh, founder and CEO of the, Ze- the Zeus Network, Lemmy Plummer. And listen, we got all the spicy stuff out of the way. And that's not the, the sole intent of this interview, because we can't criticize others about being negative if our entire thing is like this. We got to talk about we had conversations before about you saying you want to add balance and you say I feel like you're not being heard when you say that. So let's get into that. Let's get into you saying the kind of program you want to do. You want, you, you know, you, you've heard the critics already. You've heard what people have to say. You've heard what we've had to say here. You hear it. So to that, what kind of stuff, like what kind of program do you see uh, being greenlit on Zeus moving forward? Yeah, thank you so much. First of all, and I appreciate, you know, everybody's thoughts and, and, and your questions and your feedback. It's, it's, it's important. And so I just, and I appreciate you guys allowing me on the platform to, to speak you guys about these things. Um, you know, I, yeah, we, we, we're doing a lot of great things. I think for us, um, you know, we have uh, a lot of new programs in our development slate. Um, we are diversifying our programs. We're getting into scripted. We're getting into live programming. We're launching Zeus Music. You know, we're launching Zeus Lounge. You know, we, 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 we have a, 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 a philanthropic you know, aspect to the company that we take very seriously. You know, we're, we're sponsoring events. We sponsor charity. I mean, we, uh, we donate to charities. Um, we do all sorts of things, guys. And, I, you know, we don't maybe publicize everything, but we're doing as much as we can behind the scenes. And so uh, we're employing folks. There's a lot of people that are working in front of the camera, behind the camera. Um, a lot of predominantly most of our crew is African-American, um, which you don't really see in Hollywood. Most of the people in front of the camera is, is African-American or minority. And so that's important to me. You know, we, we, we're doing everything we can to invest in, in new programming. Um, you know, look, where, we, we, where we've started is not where we're going to finish at all. You know what I mean? And so these are the early, early days and, you know, of, of Zeus. And so for me, I'm excited about the future and where we're headed. And I love what you guys are doing. I think Fox Soul is an amazing platform and all the programming that you guys have, Cocktails, Queens, and TGIF, and all the different things you guys have. I think you're Funky and Al, you guys are, and obviously Claudia, you guys are amazing, you know, uh, television personalities and entrepreneurs. And so congratulations to you guys. If you have projects that you think can work with Zeus, we, you know, let's go, let's rock out, let's do it, let's not tear, let's not tear each other down. Let's not talk negatively about, you know, you know, each other. And, 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 and I think for me, you know, it's just important that we, um, you know, that you guys understand that, you know, Zeus is doing a lot more than just a few specific shows that folks are talking about. So yes, we have a lot of plans. We have a lot of things that we want to do. We love to collaborate with all sorts of brands and, you know, if it makes sense. So, you know, we're, we're doing great. We're number one right now in the streaming S5 space. BET's not where we are. VH1's not where we are. VTV's not where we are. All Black's not where we are. The little, you know, the new 
little fubu thing. You know, they're not where we are. All these other. He said the little fubu thing. But you know, no, I'm now, saying, I, know, I, I, mean, I I completely love what you said, and and especially when we start to approach things from the whole black people perspective, it being a black network, you employing black people, you giving black people talent. I love all of that, but I think one thing that is missing in our media and in our community <laughs> as a whole, respectfully and out of love, I also think in being black and in supporting black, we cannot be afraid from time to time to pull our brothers and our sisters to the side, regardless of who owns the company and give them a little correction with love. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, you know, not taking the interview back to where it was. I'm looking forward to these other projects, brother. You know what I'm saying? And like I always said, I will never tear nobody down without extending the hand to lift. And them. I hope they make TGIF. You know what I'm saying? I hope I hope they would. And <laughs> the they don't involve pulling somebody's scalp out. You know what I'm saying? I hope they do too. And, and that's the thing. I would like for them to make TGIF for reasons greater than somebody's hair being pulled. That's, yeah. that, that's the point. That's the only point. No, and I and I and I overstand. I overstand everything you're saying, and it makes complete sense. And I don't disagree. And I, I look forward to you guys seeing those new programs and shows. And I hope we get the same support. I hope I hope you guys highlight some of the new shows. And, and even with the Bad Boys L.A., you know, it's a great show. It's out right now. People are talking about it. the real just did a whole piece on it today. You know, these are real conversations, you know, uh, that people are talking about, you know, whether it's their sexuality, you know, whether it's, uh, you know, just what they want to do with their lives and. You know, it's a lot of different moving parts and, and, and pieces and components to, you know, television and working with a lot of people. So, you know, I do, I'm doing the best I can, guys. I hope I have your support. You know, again, it's very rare to see a young 36 year old African-American running an actual credible, real mainstream network that trends every week on Twitter or number anywhere from number 10 to, you know, 30 in the app store or whatever. You know, that, it's a lot of pressure. It's a lot of moving parts. And so I'm doing everything I can, guys, to make sure Zeus is successful and whatever I can do to support what you guys are doing over at Fox Soul, I'm I'm 100 percent down. I would okay, I'm going to promise I'm going to promise you on camera right now that when you have these other shows with this balance, we're definitely going to support. We're definitely going to we're going to show light because you are a 36 year old black man running a network with black employees. When I was there, I told you that I go, I like how you take care of everybody here. I said, the way you had all those black people in powerful positions, I really was there for that. And I, I am all for that. Now I can, I can support you and give you your props as a black man. And I could also say, I don't like that, I don't like this, but that's my choice. And I will say right. to your point earlier, there's plenty of white networks that did the same exact business model, use black people at our worst and blew up and then switch, switch a script on it and put all this safe stuff afterwards uh, what was it? The WB, all of these shows, network, same exact thing. But I do think you being black man, you're going to have the extra spotlight on you. You're going to have the extra smoke because that's what we do. But it, it's one thing to st stay, to create your network like that and yeah. stay in that space. But the yeah. evolution is what we are all here for. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Claudia. I think you guys, want to see that. You said it. Thank you. And our experience with you was amazing as well. You were amazing at what you do and you were easy to work with. And, 
thank you so much for, you know. You I'm know, still waiting on my bonus card that you told me too. So you can put that account. <laughs> yes. Okay. And I got to, again, I got to, I got to shout out James DeBose again. I love James. He's doing an incredible job with Foxhole. Kudos to what he's doing over there. Like he's a, he's a beast, man. He's been in this game for a while. So you guys have somebody running over there. That's amazing. So I'm just saying, thank you guys for the time. I really look forward to, you know, uh, coming back on maybe in the near future. And so, or maybe one of our talent can come on and you guys can talk about a specific show, but this has been really fun and I, I look forward to it, but yeah, stick, stick around for the journey and the evolution. Like you said, Zeus, we're, we're not going anywhere. It's only up. Zeus going up from here. Okay. Al, before we go, I didn't, I know you didn't really get to say that much. Did you want to say anything in closing before we leave Al? Oh no, I'm good. Thank you very much. Uh, Mr. Plummer. Enjoy the interview. Thank you, Al. Nice to meet you. I hope this was a pleasant experience for you. I, I like that here on TJF, we can get there. And, and you and Funky had a very honest conversation I think needed to be had. And I think- Hey, we I'm giving you a hug. I'm giving you a hug. Yeah, it's, oh, no, no, baby, it's all, it's, it's all love. But I'm acknowledging you when you're right. I'm going to correct you when you're wrong. And it's always going to be that way. Yeah, likewise. The feeling is mutual. There we go. All right. Look at God. Won't he do it? We're going to take a quick commercial break. Lenny Plummer, founder and CEO of the Zeus Network. We will be looking forward to your balanced programming and we will support uh, one black platform to another. We will take a quick break. We'll be back with more TGIF after this. Welcome back to TGIF. All right, y'all. We all know how important sleep is to our overall health and wellness. Well, let me tell you about GhostBed, the best beds in the game. GhostBed is made by Nature Sleep, an industry leader in the mattress space since 2001. Now, every GhostBed product from their mattresses to their sheets and pillows is designed with cooling features, so it's perfect if you sleep warm. Shipping is free and fast, and most orders ship within 24 hours. Now, you can try our mattress for 101 nights with guaranteed money back and even get an industry leading warranty of up to, get this guys, 25 years. Now, right now, GhostBed is offering our listeners 40% off GhostBed bundles where you get a mattress, an adjustable base, or 30% off mattresses and two free luxury pillows. Now, I got a few GhostBed products on the way and I'm so excited to get them. To find your perfect mattress, use promo code T at ghostbed.com slash T. Now you won't want to miss out on these savings. That's promo code T at ghostbed.com slash T. Go ahead and get you that ghost bed and get you that good night's sleep. We'll take it on a quick commercial break and we'll be back with more TGIF with Funky and Al when we return. Welcome back to TGIF. All right, y'all, let's get into the stories. We have a couple, a few minutes left so we can get into this. All right, y'all, um, one of our favorites, <laughs> Roland Ray, made an appearance on Instagram to let his followers know he is alive and well after being in a coma. Now, the reason for the coma appears to be COVID-related. His Instagram caption reads, stop giving death rumors. It doesn't, it don't give dead, thank you. Uh, and thank you, everyone, for wishing me well while I am not giving up on me. Are y'all glad to see Rolling Ray is still around? Listen. Who is more moved by this story? Oh, Listen, I live for Rolling Ray's entrances, okay? When that elevator door flung open, I just knew it was going to be some mess. And, Ro and Ray said, it's not giving dead, purr, and drove off. This boy is so hilarious, Uh I there is a special place on television for Rolling Ray. Uh, they have not found it yet. Maybe Rolling Rolling Ray people, y'all was already over there at Zeus on the conversation. Y'all need to pitch something over there because there definitely is a TV show to be made with Rolling Ray. 
I heard they were, that there was some uh, show in the, in the works with, with Roland Ray, which uh, I think would be uh, TV magic, TV gold. Can you imagine Roland Ray and Andrew Caldwell in the same show? Wow, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's going to be a mess. Al, what do you think? Roland Ray is alive and well. He said it's not giving death. It's not giving coma. It's giving a late, awake and alive. You on mute, Al. Al, you muted. Oh, sorry. After the last interview, my apologies. Um, I feel like he looked healthy. He had a decent haircut. His skin was glowing. Roland Bray talked like he had some sense. I feel like we got we got a new Ray, and I'm here for it. I I I I just felt like everything about him looked clean. clean. It looked upbeat. It looked healthy. Uh, you know, I like the the fade, the high top. I like you know his nails look neat and clean. I, hey, he wasn't dusty, no paste and glue. I liked it. I thought it, I thought I, this new Roland Bray, I'm, in, I'm here for it. Yeah, I remember we wanted to get him on the show early on in TJF. He wanted a booking fee. He wanted a booking fee. <laughs> I was like, Roland Ray, we're going to extend this invitation one more again, and we are <laughs> not paying you. So look, man, the people going to email you, Ray. All right, we want you to roll up on us. <laughs> and have some fun because we still trying to figure out how that wig caught fire. We still got questions and we curious to know if you know where Kelly Price had wig at. <laughs> I'm, yeah. not gonna I'm not going to let Kelly live. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm trying to be so positive today. I'm in a good mood. Skin's glowing. I'm happy. I want positivity and love. Roller right, come do the show. You got enough money from Beyonce and Ivy Park for your products coming through. You don't need our little fifteen hundred dollars. Okay? And, and the people money you kept from that club booking. Oh, we good then. You've been paying it right. You good, Ray? Pay it forward. <laughs> All right, y'all. Before we go, let's get into this. If we can try to get into this real quick on Twitter, Black China announced, and I, Al, I know this is one of your favorites, uh, that she's refocusing her attention on her lawsuit against Kris Jenner, Kim, Chloe, and Kylie. China wrote, "When they got my number one hit show killed back in January 2017, that not only hurt me financially and emotionally, it hurt my beautiful kids. I'm taking them to court to stand up for my legal rights, peace, and love to you all, Angela." Now, Kim Kardashian and Kylie Jenner asked the judge. To uh, not to allow China to refer to them as billionaires in court because they feel the jury will turn on them if they're constantly reminded of the wealth. Al, do you think this is a fair request? Oh, absolutely not a fair request. But listen, you know, I'm a, I'm a Black China fan. This is monumental. Black China and where Black China is from is suing two billionaire women. They are probably the most popular influencers in the world and black china has decided to take them all thumbs up to black china and now i understand why she's selling all her cars she is making a very strong case and i don't know who's advising her but it's very very smart she is making a very strong case that this this heart has forced her to sell her assets it's forced her to realign and not even have, have you know take care of her kids whoever's advising her is giving her some very good advice to the point where the Kardashians are begging the judge to not let her say the word billionaire in court because she already knows, the Kardashians already know that the sympathy train is the one that Black China is going to use. But the best part of all of this is that I strongly believe that there will be a settlement. And this is a very, very encouraging tactic that Black China is using to get what she wants. Okay. Uh, Q? I see, seconds. A, I see a settlement coming. That's what that's just what I was going to say. Chris Jenner don't like no negative press. She's very good at smoothing things over. I see a settlement coming. Okay. 
What a mess, huh? They were all one big happy family and look at them now. All right, y'all. Very entertaining uh, show. Balance interview. They, they, said this thing, they said this thing was like Whitney and uh, Wendy back in the day. That's what they said on the internet show. <laughs> well, you know what? We had a good, you know what? We covered all bases. I want to thank my co-hosts, Al Reynolds and Funky Dineva for helping tonight and doing their thing. And Lenny Plummer for joining us. Thank you for being here support. Thank you for watching us on YouTube. Stay tuned for the premiere of season two of Turned Out with T.S. Addison. Good luck, Maddie. See you next time.